0: Thank you for joining us today for On the Road with Jesus, hosted by Rhody Fisher. As a Christian mom for over 40 years and a teacher of the Bible in public schools for 25 years, Rhody will take you on a journey with some of her friends as they share their experiences and testimonies from their walk with Christ. You'll see that you are not alone in your search for God, your victories with Him, or your failures. Welcome to On the Road with Jesus. Now, here's your host, Rody Fisher
1: good morning listeners and welcome I'd like to open up in prayer so father thank you for this day thank you for this time thank you for your word and i pray father today that you would give us understanding of your word and if there's anyone out there that needs you lord we pray that they would come to the saving knowledge of Jesus Christ yes we love you lord we thank you we praise you in Jesus name amen remember for those of you that have seen the show before I mentioned that Mark and I had well with an Another person started a Muslim ministry, I think it was in the year 2000, and one of the things that we did with this Muslim ministry is we handed out tracts and Jesus films, DVD. So, one of the things that we used to love to, and we still kind of do, but mainly on our own, um, hand out is the book of John, the Gospel of John, the Living Water, and I really love the Living Water because it has this whole place of how to accept the Lord and get into a good church, and all the little nuances that happens once a reader that might read this feel the need to accept the Lord and feel compelled to accept the Lord so we used to hand these out and we also used to hand out you know Jesus tra- Jesus films and we would hand out the life of Jesus which is I think in 23 different languages but just getting them into people's hands that didn't know the Lord was really great and when when Mark and I as we I said before on a previous show were in Israel um, we kind of handed these out they were in DVD Form. Not this one, but the one with the red cover, and it came in multiple languages. Um, our goal was to get them to read the Gospel of John, and we handed this out, which is, again, Gospel of John in Arabic um, in er- and in English. Um, we've had little tracts, and So anyhow, just to show you that how good and powerful the gospel of John is and to get it in the hands of the lost, I suppose that someone could read any book in the Bible and get saved. As a matter of fact, I, Mark and I happen to know a person that read the first, not even the whole chapter, but the first chapter of, believe it or not, Matthew. And you know, it starts out with the genealogy and he saw his name in there and he accepted the Lord because of that. If you can imagine how God works it's mysterious isn't it but anyhow I was wanting to concentrate on the book of John because my special guest um, has a ministry to Muslims he's a he's a missionary to um, to different countries I'll just leave it at that and focusing on a lot of the countries that have a Muslim background so I thought let's concentrate on reading John so just as a little preamble I want to say that John is is the son of Zebedee and earlier in a different show I talk about my lead or my tagline to the show on the road with Jesus is Matthew 4:19 which is the scripture that says come follow me and this is Jesus saying that and I will make you fishers of men well when he said that he was saying this to John and James so John is that same John he was he's a fisherman he dropped his net and followed Jesus and they say that John could have been in his teens he was the youngest of all the disciples and and the young, youngest younger brother of James and not only did he write uh, the book of John, but, you know, first and second John and, and the book of Revelation, would, but, um, and not to get him mixed up with John the Baptist, say a funny story, Mark and I were handing out um, these little Gospel of Johns, like I just said, here in California, and just two strangers, and not Muslims or anything, but just say the lost. And um girl that we gave it to, or Mark gave it to, said, oh, the Gospel of John, yes, she she said, um, John the Baptist wrote that. Well, I think a lot of people do think that, but no, it's not John the Baptist. It's a different John. It's just coincidentally, John the Baptist's story is also in the first chapter of John. Um, also, um, John talks about in, um, in John 20, verse 2. He refers to himself as the disciple Jesus loved. I find that so endearing that he, I know that Jesus loves all of us, but he really felt that Jesus had a special place in his heart for him. I'm sure that he would write the disciple Jesus loved. And not just that one time, but he also says it, let me get it right here, I have it marked and he says it in john 19:25 and um this is when um he's on the cross um jesus is on the cross and he he says near the cross of jesus stood his mother his mother's sister mary the wife of clopas clopas and mary magdalene when jesus saw his mother there the disciple whom he loved he's talking about himself, John is saying, the disciple whom he loved, standing nearby, he said to his mother, dear woman, here is your son. And to the disciple, here is your mother. From that time on, this disciple, he's talking about himself, took her into his home. I mean, Jesus must have thought so much of John that he would place his mother, Mary, into the hands of John. So, yeah, there was a special place in Jesus' heart for John. So this is the John that we're talking about. Um, so let's start out with um, John 1.1. And it says here, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was was God. I thought it was a little bit repetitious of John. You know, in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. But really, when you break it down, it's not so repetitious. Every little segment before the comma is different. So uh, let me just take the first part of that statement. And it says, um, in the beginning was the Word. So it places the word, and in my Bible, this I'm reading from the King James, the word, word is capitalized. So usually it's talking about somebody's name, and in this case, it's a person, and who is, who is this word? But we do know for a fact that that first part of that segment's Is saying, um, in the beginning. So even before anything was here, the word was here. The word. So we're talking about starting from before the inception of time. And I'll, you know, in God's economy, there is no time. He's eternal, right? But still, like, when did, when was he here? Well, the word was here in the beginning. So right from the start, and then it says here in the second segment, and the word was with God. So this word, this person, this person that holds the title, the word, word, he was with God. So who could have been with God at the time in the beginning? Well, the next segment is the word was God. So, you know, we believe as Christians in the triune God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. God here is usually talking about the Father, God the Father, um, the Word. Okay. So let's read on. Um, the same was in the beginning with God is num- verse number two. Um, so he was, it's just restating that he was in the beginning of time, he was there, even before time. Verse three, all things were made by him, by the word. And without him, nothing or anything, without him was not anything made that was made. So really it's saying that there was nothing here and everything that was made was made by him. And, um, I've heard that in the Greek, it talks about that everything was made. You would think, you know, I had visions of, you know, he spoke the world into existence. It just came. um, But really, he took piece by piece by piece and made them collectively but separate, if you can imagine that. I can't. But anyhow, um, so... Who is the Word? Um, John is telling us here that he was here even before time. You go down to um, verse 14 in chapter 1, and it says, And the Word was made flesh and dwelt among us. And we beheld his glory, and the glory as the only begotten Son, only begotten of the Father. Full of grace and truth. So we get a clearer picture there that we're really talking about Jesus. The word became flesh. So who became flesh and dwelt among us? And he was the only begotten of the father. So it really points to Jesus, um, as, as the, as the, as who the word was. And um, I, I want to tell a little story about um, Mark and I. Um, when we first, um, before we got married, of course we wanted to know if this person is really saved or not. And I'm sure he wanted to know the same thing about me. So I said to him, Mark, would you share your testimony with me? I really would like to know um, how you started walking with Jesus. And he told the story about how um, his second daughter was um, bo- born with Down syndrome. And at the hospital, he was so distraught, he went down to the chapel there and said to the Lord. Um, and by the way, he, he said that several people... And the family on his, you know, um, on both sides had been talking to him about Jesus. And he was just thinking, no, that's not for me. But he was in the chapel down at the hospital, and he said to the Lord in um, despair, Lord, if you heal her, I will follow you. For my whole life. And, um, by the time he got back to the room, he said that, um, she, her, she started looking different. And anyhow, she didn't have, um, Down syndrome. The Lord either healed her or we don't know if it was a, you know, whatever. It was she, his commitment stayed and he began to follow Jesus after that. So then he asked me, you know, what my testimony was. And, um, for those of you that have seen the first segment of, um, On the Road with Jesus, I shared my testimony, how I had cancer and the Lord healed me of that. I had third stage, third or fourth stage Hodg- Hodgkin's disease and I had three to four months to live. And I said to him, um, and I was inches away from becoming a Hindu. And, you know, the Lord saved me. And he oh. said, a Hindu? Now, what were you thinking about that? And I said, well, you know, I was thinking that as a Hindu, I would be serving or praying to three and a, They They worship three and a half million gods. I'm bound to land on the right one. So it made perfect sense to me. And he said, okay. And I said, and also, you know, everybody said to me that um, the Eastern philosophies, the Eastern religions are far, far older than, you know, Christian Christianity. Christians, you know, came about like 2,000 years ago. And, you know, these were further back than that. And so when I said that, Mark said, you know, I, I – I recall this person that I met in the – I talked to in the park years ago, he said to me. And he was sitting there with his beads, you know, his prayer beads, and he was praying. And he said – after he was done, I said to him, you know, what are you doing? This is Mark talking to this guy in the park. And he said, well, you know, I'm I'm not sure if the person was – Hare Krishna or Hindu. I'll have to ask Mark. But, um, he said, well, you know, I'm a, I'm a Hindu. I'm praying the prayer beads. And he says, and besides, you know, this religion is way older than Christianity. And Mark said, he said to him, well, I don't know about that, but in my Bible, it says in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. He goes, my Bible goes all the way to the beginning. You can't get any more beginning than that. And then, he, you know, the scripture here where it says, in the beginning was the Word. The Word is Jesus. How can you go further back than the beginning? So in a nice way, he was telling me that I was being a little bit foolish back then, but he never said that. We're still dating at the time. So that was good. But I thought it was a cute story anyway. It's a true story. Um, so, um, the beginning. God was there with the Father. God the Father, God the Son, who is the Word and the Holy Spirit. The Spirit dwelt among us. Um, I want to end with, um, um, a scripture here in see. So we know that God was in the beginning, but I want to end with um, a couple of scriptures. One in Isaiah 9-6, um, uh, which is commonly used on a lot of Christmas cards, but it's Isaiah prophesies, prophesying the coming Messiah, the coming um, of Jesus. And it says here in, um, Isaiah six, for unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, and the government shall be upon his shoulders, shoulder. And his name shall be called wonderful counselor, the, the mighty God, the everlasting father, the prince of peace. So, um, lots of prophesying in the Old Testament about the coming of Jesus. Um, this is just one of them. And of course, um, John is so adamant about um, that phrase, born again, I think comes in this chapter, but or in this book. But I want to read the other scripture that I want to leave with, and that is in John 3.16, that we all know, for God so loved the world, that he gave his only begotten son so, that whosoever believeth on him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. So um, from the beginning to everlasting life, that's what we have in Jesus. Okay. Um, thank you, Lord, for your word. I pray that you would continue to give us understanding here. Um I want to introduce our very special guest today. Um, should I say Peter Kim? Yes. Pastor Peter Kim. Um, thank you so much for coming. Um, I want to be careful with you because you are a missionary in um, to the Muslims, and you are a missionary in foreign countries. So I want to make sure that you're going to be safe, Pastor Peter. And, you know, I want to give a little bit of background. I think we met you four or five years ago. I want to say five. Mm-hmm. Five years and, ago. And, yes. um, my husband and I were on our way to Ukraine and Turkey and, um, Armenia and Greece. And we met with you a little bit before our trip so that, um, we could meet up with you later. Um, to minister to Muslims in foreign countries. Mm-hmm. And we were going to several. So um, we wanted to be able to help where we could, um, whether we were putting in um, helping with their homes that were dilapidated or broken or whatever the Lord led. And we met with you and we're so privileged to, um, to meet you. And we had a wonderful trip there. So Pastor Peter Kim... Please introduce yourself and share your testimony with us.
2: Okay. Well, thank you for inviting me. And I'm so glad and blessed to be here with you. Thank you. And, uh, if I just give a brief, uh, testimony, yes. uh, I was born and raised in Korea. And, uh, uh, I was, from the time I was born, I was, Going to church, I was uh, baptized infant, infant baptism. But until uh, I was a teenager, actually, I was what you call nominal Christians. Just going to church and uh, just going to service on Sundays. and Basically, the personal relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ was not there. So, um, growing up in Korea, as you probably know, Having a typical uh, Korean father, and me being a firstborn, the first son of three, he had a lot of expectation for me yes. to to fulfill, so to speak, his dream through my life. God bless him. Uh, uh, so you know, he was pushing me academically in every way. So, and I was well behaved. Uh, son. So I, I will listen to him. I will obey whatever my father wants me to do. So we had no trouble, um, just going to school, doing well in school. But as far as, uh, my spiritual life goes, it was just, uh, uh empty, empty share. There was nothing. There was no life, uh, uh, until, uh, in my, um, when I was 16, our whole family came from Korea to the States. We immigrated to the States for better life, for to what we call to pursuit of the American dream. Yes. My father wanted for his loving three sons, so we came, and that's when I really uh, struggled due to. Culture difference, culture shock language barriers and so many, you know not having friends and losing my friends in Korea all of a sudden you know, and being a teenager, you know, it's very hard so to make a long story short God uh, worked all that thing the changes in my life all the shaking so that I can finally open up my life to the Lord Jesus Christ. Uh, the verse you shared, uh, in, in John chapter three, unless you're born again, you cannot not only enter the kingdom of God, but you cannot even see the kingdom of God. So mm-hmm. it was my senior year in high school when this missionary came to our church and had the revival service. That's when that the full message of gospel that Jesus came for me and died for me. Until then, it was just basically, oh, yeah, we know Jesus. He died for us. He loves us. It's all uh, objectively. It wasn't personal. But through that revival meeting, that God spoke to me, saying that I sent my son, Jesus Christ, for you. And he died for you. Wow. He rose again for you, and He has life, eternal, in heaven for you. And if you receive Him, then you can have all this. So it was actually, it was a four-day retreat, uh, the, the revival service, but last uh, day, which is Sunday evening service, and usually the last meeting, the, the speaker will give, give us the altar call and and the message was so powerful and it was speaking to me. I had to walk and, and kneel down. I cried, I wept. There were so many tears and 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 I received him personally as my savior, as my Lord, and I was born again. The funny thing is I think it wasn't a big big church, so you know, there wasn't not about hundred people together so I, but I figured at least at least 10 or 20 people were come forward to receive Jesus Christ. Wow. but when I gathered myself and after you know getting prayed and sinner's prayers and getting prayed by the speaker, when I stood up and I was look, looked around, I was the only, I was the only one that walked down this aisle to receive wow. Jesus.
0: Thank you for being here today for on the Road with Jesus with your host Rody Fisher. Every week, you'll hear experiences and testimonies from her and her friends as they share their journey with Jesus. You'll see that you're not alone in your search for God, your victories with Him, or your failures. If you have a question about today's show, email Rhodey Fisher at rawfisher at com, spelled R-A-H Fisher at com. Or leave a voicemail at 951-817-0094. That's 951-817-0094. On the Road with Jesus is sponsored by Global Expressions Language Project. Learn more at asquaredlamps.org. That's the letter A, squaredlamps.org. Be sure to join us each week at this same time for more On the Road with Jesus, hosted by Rhody Fisher.